Diamonds Girlcast and I'm here with the lovely Karen and we've got an advent podcast for you which we're really excited about um and so Karen how are you how's life I'm very well thank you I'm a bit cold I've got a blanket on my knee like an old lady and two cardigans on because I refuse to put on the heating <laughs> well both me and Karen are like old ladies then because I've got a blanket on as well like so it's, it it's must be Christmas if it feels that cold yay absolutely um what fun things have you been doing today what have you been up to I have been at a conference today all about domestic abuse and violence against women and girls. So um, my brain is really full at the moment, but it's been good. It's a good topic to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, it sounds um, like it was a really good conference, so that's really cool. Um, and maybe this somehow links, I don't know, um, Mary had a hard life and we're going to be thinking about somebody called Mary, who was the mother of Jesus. And she's a really important person um, in the Bible. And our Advent podcast is going to be looking at her. Um, yeah, specifically, you know, who she was, why God chose her. Um, and we're going to be looking at a section in the Bible called Luke. Um, and particularly just the first part, um, one um, verses 46 to 55, which is Mary's response that she gives um, to the angel who tells her that she's going to give birth to a baby. Um, and I don't know about you guys, um, as you get ready for Christmas, I was just saying to Karen, like, life is so crazy right now. There's like a million things going on. Um, you know, I forgot my child in the nursery the other day. You know, there's lots of stuff going on. <laughs> and um, it can seem like it's all consuming. We just want to get to the finish line. Christmas happens. And then we're like, oh, then we can get a break. Um, mm -hmm. But we have this season called Advent that as Christians, we make a point of celebrating. Um, and so we want to do that through Diamonds in the next kind of six weeks. We want to talk about Advent, why it's important, um, and also why, why it's important to wait for Christmas, what that even means as Christians. Um, so you have a good story for us, though, Karen, about Advent. I, want to <laughs> I, I love Christmas. I get really overexcited about Christmas because not just in, in December, it's not just Christmas. I also have a birthday in December. My birthday is on the 1st of December, which means if you live in my vicinity, you need to give me the first chocolate of your Advent calendar on that day. That's just the law. I didn't make it up. But what I also get to do, which is awesome, because my birthday is when it is, is that I get to buy an Advent calendar on the 1st of November. Well, actually, I have to start it on like the 5th of November or whatever the dates work out so I've been counting down already via an advent calendar to the 1st of December I love that which, so you get two advent calendars yes I do get two advent calendars what's like your advent <laughs> calendar of choice like what what are the contents oh that well chocolate that's basically that's my baseline thing it has to be chocolate well actually do you know what my pre-birthday advent calendar is always a chocolate one I have a, a Cadbury's dairy milk one uh, with a picture of Santa on the front which is lovely that's my countdown to my birthday my countdown to Christmas I actually um, always choose an advent candle instead of a calendar and so you get to light a flame and it burns down one number each day which I think is beautiful and this year I've got a special advent calendar that's got a different name for Jesus on each day so wow. I can't remember the base like one day's Lord another one's Saviour Emmanuel and all the different all the 25 different names for Jesus so I get to think about that name as I watch it burn which is a that's great meditative advent moment yeah that's amazing I didn't know that um those candles existed that's really cool mm, yeah they're cool. that's really cool well and they don't taste them. as good as the chocolate but I do recommend them nonetheless <laughs> the slimming version of an advent calendar yes there we um, go yes <laughs> no i love an advent calendar and i maybe have been known to steal one or two of my children's chocolates <gasps> for their own good of course you know, scandalous teeth. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, Advent is this countdown to Christmas, and we're going to be thinking of that about that through the song that Mary sings, I guess, in response to this angel um, speaking to her. And I think maybe before we get started, we should maybe just give a context to what that is. Um, and maybe for those of us who maybe haven't heard much about who Mary was, um, yeah, people think that she was about 14 years old when she gave birth to Jesus. Um, so she was a teenage mom and she came from a very poor background. Her and Joseph didn't have a lot of money, so they didn't have resources for a baby. That wasn't a thing. Um, and back then, you know, she had this baby out of wedlock, so she wasn't married to Joseph. And today that's not such a big deal, is it? People don't, that's not a thing. But back then, um, if you had a well, sex outside of marriage, um, you were stoned as a woman, you were killed, you were ostracized, your whole community would have stopped speaking to you. It was like the biggest thing in the world. And there's a whole story around that, how Joseph learns to support Mary and not walk away and how she trusts God in this. Um, but I think, can you imagine being 14 years old, finding out you're pregnant through the Holy Spirit, which must be a bit of a crazy thing to get your head around and know that nobody, nobody is going to understand that. You can't even imagine it. Like, yeah. no, no one is going to accept it. Nobody's going to understand it. They're going to judge you. Everybody's going to judge they're you. They're going to think you're crazy and they're going to think that you're lying. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's something you, she can't change. And so they're just going to mm. think, oh, you've cheated on Joseph and you've, you've come up with this crazy story and whatever, yeah. you know? Um, so I don't know about you, but for me, I, well, I find it hard to, imagine what that would be like but if I can try I would probably feel very alone very scared um yeah yeah it must have been really difficult and quite overwhelmed a baby's a big deal it's a lot to cope with oh massively I mean mm-hmm. parenting my two children is the hardest thing I've ever done I'm not ready now and I'm I'm nearly 37 <laughs> I don't think we're ever ready. <laughs> Just a heads up, guys. Um, so this is the first bit that Mary says in response to finding out that she's going to have a baby. This is her response. And so we're going to read it out. But I want you guys to keep in mind, she is 14. She's going to be judged. She's going to be ostracized. She's going to not be accepted. She's going to be bullied. She's going to be called names, called a liar, called all kinds of things. I can't even imagine. And this is her first response. Um so Karen, do you want to read the first um, verses 46 to 48 for us? Would that be all right? Yes, I will. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. I can't, like, that's it's probably not the first thing I would say. Let's, let's. Yeah, like I would not. I mean, I love God, but and even now, I don't know if that would be my response. Um, and so this podcast is going to be short sound bites um, as we prepare for Advent and we're going to be thinking about this song and so we're just going to share some thoughts and questions that we have from reading this passage Um, but we'd really love you guys to go away and maybe read this passage yourself find it on the internet maybe get it on your phone if you don't have a bible Um, and how does it make you feel what questions do you have what stands out to you Um, what challenges you Um, and we'll learn together this is the plan for our Advent podcast so for you Karen what would be like the first thing that stands out to you after hearing those words and reading them? I think it, the fact that the first thing she does is, is praise God. My, it, the, the, the translation of the Bible sometimes is different in different translations because our English language isn't, doesn't have enough words for what the um, original has. In another way of saying it is that 
Mary said, my soul magnifies the greatness of God. I just think for her to go straight from this, this crazy news that she's just got and all this loneliness and isolation and scared and whatever it is that she's feeling, she's gone straight to praising God and, and glorifying God. Yeah, she and it just, it cha- sorry, it, it challenges me because that, that might not be the first place I go to when I'm facing troubles, actually. To, I like to tell God about my troubles rather than tell him about how great he is. So mm. I find that, yeah. It's amazing. She doesn't, she doesn't look at her problem, she looks at God. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's based on who God is rather than on who she is and what she's going through yeah i mean i probably would have reeled off a whole heap of issues like god people are going to judge me i can't do this i've not got you know all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you know and you can see someone getting carried away that would be me um yeah about this about this this. yeah yeah (laughs) what about that what's going to happen with that um Mm -hmm. and i think so that that's yeah that's amazing i think for me um she says something she says god is mindful of my situation Mm -hmm. And I think for me, when I hear the word mindful, it makes me think of somebody who knows like the little parts of the different bits of my life. Like they've kept me in mind. Like, you know, if somebody knows that you're going to have a hard day because there's something happening on Monday or something and they, and they drop you a message, say, hey, just wondered how you're getting on. That's the kind of thing that makes me think of that when I hear this. You're, God is mindful of me. So mm-hmm. here she's saying, God is mindful of me. He knows my life. He knows what's going on. As a result, I'm going to praise him um it's an amazing response and it also tells me that god cares about her situation god cares about how she feels yeah yeah he's he's noticed her he sees her which is incredibly empowering for like a somebody that that might not look very important in the eyes of the world but god is saying i see you yeah absolutely and the reality is mary and joseph became refugees they didn't have a home Mm -hmm. They didn't have somewhere they could go and they had to flee for their lives because they were going to be killed. And so, you know, she is a refugee. If we were to put a face on Mary today, she's a 14-year-old girl who is a refugee who has no home. Um, and she has this amazing attitude of gratitude is what I kind of thought of as well, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so aware of so many of us this year have had a really hard time. Life has been tough. We've had to face stuff that we probably never thought we would have had to face. And I, I don't know about you, but sometimes it can feel like a dark tunnel that's not going to end. And I wonder also with Christmas, sometimes that brings up stuff for us. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we've got a breakdown with family. Maybe we've got financial problems. Maybe we've got health problems. Christmas or big events in the year kind of highlight those things and can make us feel like we're really on our own. Mm-hmm. And I think in some ways that's similar to Mary here, isn't it? You know, she is sitting there going, actually, I've got an attitude of gratitude. I've got so much to be thankful because God is mindful of my situation. Um, I don't know what, if you've got any thoughts around that or even for you, Karen, like what does it tell you about God that he chose a teenage girl to bring his son into the world? Like, what does that, like, what does that mean for you? I think it's an, it's an incredible display of God's love for women and for humanity as a whole that, he could have chosen, like Jesus could have come as a fully grown man, um, shiny from the clouds and and blowing trumpets and being like, I'm the king of the world. He could have done that, but he chose to he chose to do the dirty reality of being born of a woman. But I love the story of Mary and particularly being a young refugee, like 
woman who who doesn't necessarily fit in for whatever else is going on um that yeah it just shows that god notices and god loves god loves the the people that don't look important in the eyes of the world and i've said that already but like that's my my thing that i love the most about about mary and the fact that god chooses to use her is that it means if if she's important then I'm important, then you're important, then mm-hmm. every other young woman and old woman in the world is important to God and he notices them, he notices us and we're important and he's mindful of what's going on in our lives. Yeah, that's yeah. such a good Love point, that. isn't it? It's like if God could choose a teenage girl who is nobody really, she's not famous, she doesn't know people, then if God can use her, then God could use me and yeah. God could use you and God could use anybody, do you know? Um, and so I guess as we finish I had another question which was more about like I guess Mary challenges me because her attitude and her response challenges probably my response to maybe some of the things that I'm facing that I'm finding hard Um, or I don't know it's easy to get into a moaning cycle isn't it and it's not to say that there's not a place to talk about things that are hard we're not saying that at all Um, but there's something about Mary's example that really challenges me to think actually God is mindful of my situation. So the stuff that I feel in my life that's out of control or the things that I'm finding hard, actually he knows what's going on. Um, which tells me as well that I'm not on my own. Maybe even when I do feel like I'm on my own or I feel like maybe somebody doesn't understand or I'm misunderstood. Um, what about you, Karen? What, is that, what does Mary's example say to you? I think it, it's a good example um, for me of going to God but not like exactly what you just said really not complaining and telling God this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong but just spending taking a breath taking a minute to acknowledge who God is Mm -hmm. and the fact that he sees me and the fact that he does care about those things and I don't need to list off all the complaints although it's healthy to do that with God and to process through those emotions with God too but to to for my first place to be a place of choosing to acknowledge God and his sovereignty and his joy over whatever it is that I'm facing. And like you say, Christmas can be a really tough time of year. It's, this year has been, or this past two years have been, they've been years of loss and bereavement and grief for, for probably all of us. And yet we can go into this Advent season saying those words of Mary said my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my saviour for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant he's been mindful of of the losses I've experienced this past year and I can glorify him because he's noticed them yeah that's so good such good words Karen um and I think I just want to catch one thing you said there because I think it's really important you used the word you talked about joy um Mm -hmm. and this episode is called joy and I think as we finish you know Joy and happiness are not the same thing. I'm not sure that Mary maybe felt total happiness in this moment. I'm sure she was very aware of her fears. We're not saying that she didn't have them. I think she was very human about her life. You know, I don't think there was anything that was not human about her response, actually. But she chose to focus on God because God is the source of her joy. And joy and happiness are not the same thing. And so I guess we're trying to say today that as the Christmas lights get turned on and the presents get started and the shopping goes off and maybe you love that and that's great and maybe you're finding that hard and we're sorry that's the case and we're with you on that um maybe knowing that this christmas you can find joy even if you don't feel that happy 
um, because maybe life isn't happy. Maybe life is really hard. Um, Mary's an example of saying yes to something that was going to be really hard, but she still had God's joy because he knew what was going on and he was with her. Um, so that's just a closing thought for us today. Um, but we want to encourage you guys as you get ready for Christmas to maybe think a little bit about Mary and her example um, and what she teaches us about finding joy in the middle of mess and life. Good. Um, yeah, it's good. And I love, I love the fact that God chooses this teenage girl because Jesus is this person who meets us in the middle of our mess. And the story starts now with a teenage girl. Um, you know, Jesus, as we know, is born in a stable. That must have been messy, quite literally. Um, <laughs> and so this is the beginning of that. And I guess it comforts me because my life is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find joy in Jesus in the middle of it. I can, which, and that's so good. Awesome. Absolutely. So good. Yeah. Karen, we'd love to have you on today. Would you be so kind as to pray for us as we close up? I would love to. Father God, I want to thank you that you chose to come as a person and you chose to come into the body of a teenager. And Lord, as messy as that was, um, thank you for this example we've got of Mary finding joy in the middle of that. And Lord, I pray a prayer of joy over everybody who's listening to this podcast. Lord, may this season of Advent be one of, of real deep joy, not that false flashing lights and happiness of Christmas, which we love and is great, but that deep, real joy that comes only from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Karen, it's always great to hang out with you. Thanks for your good thoughts. And, you. and we'll see you next week for our next episode. Yay! Have a good day, guys. Speak to you soon, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.